On this week's episode of Therapeutic Control Podcasts, we talk about government involvement in microtransactions and people freaking out over the new Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. We also dive deep into Sony's second state of play. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome back, everyone, to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast. And welcome back, Joe, on the show. Hey, guys. Hey. We missed you. I missed you. I hugged you when you I when I walked in, so... What was it, on two weeks now? Uh, I believe so, yes, sir. Okay. But yeah. You know, we went on our little uh, vacation to San Diego. You know, uh, Janice was able to uh, jump in and, and fill the void. That was Joe. Ad, Fill your hole. Admiral, admiral job. Ad, admiral yeah. job. Admiral job. Admir, admirable. I don't admirable. know. Admirable. Admiral Akbar. Ad, admiral Admirer. It's a trap. Get it? It's a Star Wars reference. It's a trap. That's a subtle Disney Plus uh, plug there. Since EA is not going to give us any money because they're going to yeah. shit, might as well get something from Disney. Subscribe to Disney Plus with all your favorite shows coming. Mandalorian. Uh, Mickey Mouse Club. And... The new like Wachowskis. Spanish version is the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, great to have you back, Joe, on the show for another week of gaming goodness. And like always, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Beto. What's up, fool? Where you going, Phil? To my pad, Phil. For reals, Phil? Nah, Phil. I'm going to the store, Phil. What's up? For real, I'm going to the store. That's fucked up. For reals, Phil. For reals, Phil. Yeah, Phil. For reals, Phil. Yeah, Phil. Damn, Phil. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. Can we just rename it Beto What's Up, Phil? Well, I about mean, you, Joe, but there was a I think you said this before, but last last week we did Janice. What's up, fool? So, oh, so it could change. It can, you know, things could, you know, happen. Pop and lock and, you know, pop, lock and drop it. Um, I played uh, Overcooked because it was a free game <gasps> on PlayStation Plus. I forgot to download them. Yeah, because uh, I was playing the shit out of MLB the Show, and I'd like. I just kept playing it for like an hour, two hours. And then uh, I remember I was like, oh shit, Overcooked is a, a free game this this month. And I downloaded it, played it, I played it for three hours. I could not stop playing it. It's fucking, it's it's fun. Like uh, I, I, I didn't even really know much about how what it was. Like I just know like, oh, you build meals. But I didn't know like how you, you control two characters. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, have you played it? I played uh, Overcooked 2 at a friend's house. Uh-huh. Uh, they had like a little party going oh, on. Okay. And I got to play it. And it's really cool when you're playing with a bunch of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just by, by myself. Because I, I remember hearing that it was, like, uh, it's fun playing it with mo- multiple people. Mm-hmm. But uh, just playing it by myself, I was like, I had so much fun. Like, it was, it was a bit overwhelming at first trying to figure out how to manage everything with like, using two people. But once you get used to it, it, it's 
It's really fun. Like, uh, the, uh, once you feel like you, you've, uh, you're getting used to it, they throw something else at you. Oh, you gotta make this, uh, this meal. And then, uh, you have, like, the, the ob like, there's, there's one course where you're playing it, and then in between, you're, you're in one truck, and then s the stuff that you're prepping is on one side of the truck, on one truck, rather. <laughs> and then, sorry, I can't explain it. That's okay, no. Um, so you gotta prep the food, right? You gotta yeah. cut it, pa 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 pa, and you cook it. So the prep side is on one truck, and the cooking side is on on, on the other side, on the other truck. So you prep your meat, and then you gotta transfer it over to, or to the other truck, and then they separate sometimes. So you gotta wait, and if your 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 food's cooking, you can burn it. So you gotta like time it to where your 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 uh, your food won't burn. And yeah. then like once you feel like you're getting better at it, they throw shit like that at you. Like fuck, how do how do I how do I fucking plan this out? Uh -huh. So, yeah, dude, it's, it's it's so much fun. I like it a lot. Uh -huh. I like I want to keep playing it. Um, that's it. That's all I played. But uh, I, I watched a show on uh, Netflix. It's called um, I Think You Should Leave. Have you heard of this? It's a I sketch think you show. Should leave? Yeah, it's a sketch show on uh, on Netflix. Uh -huh. It's like sixteen minute episodes. It's like a, pretty much like a, sh a show you would see on Adult Swim. It's just like weird sketches you would see on a like Adult Swim, and the it's I forget how many episodes it is, but you could watch it in like an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. But it's like one of the better sketch shows that I've seen in a while because like Who, I mean, who's in it? Is it people we know or? Oh, uh, Will Forte is in it, but he's just kind of like a guest, like kind of like a guest role. Um, Steven Yun from oh, yeah, yeah. Plays, he plays Glenn on on Walking Dead. He used to play again. Or oh, used to. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really, really fucking funny show. Just like some of the sketches that they, that they, uh, that they have. Like you know how how you and me complain about how some sketches, they don't know how to end them. Yeah, these kind of just end. I'm like, oh, that was funny. Oh, <laughs> it okay. just ends like out of nowhere. Yeah, but some of them they just get extended to like just fucking some ridiculous shit. Like if you're watching Human Giant, you ever watch that? Like somehow how fucking silly some shit get like over the top stuff. Mm -hmm. That's how this gets, and it's like. It's it's really fucking funny. Like there's one sketch where uh, it was Will Forte. He's he uh, he's on a plane with the main guy, and then uh, he tells him he's older. Will Forte's like in makeup and stuff, but he's older, and he tells him, "Hey, I remember you. I was on my way to this area, and then uh, the flight was going good until you started crying." He like he remembers <laughs> him from, from when he was a baby. So, so, until you started crying, and like you, for the whole flight you cried. So I waited for you to get old enough. So they're pretty much saying like I, I'm, I'm, I waited for you to get old enough, and then now I'm gonna do this to you. And then he just starts crying, <laughs> and then the flight attendant comes in. He's like, "Sir, you, uh, you're on the wrong seat." He's like, "What? No." He's like, "He's also I'll say, no, no, this is my seat." He's like, "No, this is his seat." So he takes he takes his seat. Will Forte has to sit all the way in the back, and then the guy, the main guy that he goes up to that when he was gonna bother. Yeah. He puts on his headphones and he just goes to sleep. <laughs> and you see Will Forte in the back, just ah! you can barely hear him like a muffled yell. It's fucking, it's, that's just fucking stupid. When it's, it, I fucking, I was laughing so hard at that. <laughs> so it's uh, on Netflix. It's called. I think you should leave. It's really fucking. Did really you hear good. about the um, the? It's kind of it just it's not the same, but sort of similar. The fact that the, the guy that had um, Infinity War ruined for him. 
and by someone online, like just some mm-hmm. troll or something like that. I don't know if what what it was Twitter. Or something, but he did that. I think he did the thing where he was like, you know, no, look, don't want any spoilers, but you know this or that, and then someone just spoiled it for him. So he plotted revenge. He ended up befriending the guy. He started talking to him after the fact. Became friends with him over the course of like a year or so, and then when the this one dropped, Endgame dropped. He fucking ruined it for the guy nice. to get back at him. Nice. And the guy was like, dude, when he, and he did it. And I was just like, and he's just like, he's like, he ruined it. And the guy's like, what the fuck, dude? Why would you do that? We're friends. He's like, oh, you ruined it for me back then. And second of all, we're not friends. Like, <laughs> holy fucking drought. The guy I was like, holy shit. That's, that's yeah. a lot of effort. It's a bit petty. Yeah, it's yeah. a far fetched. I mean, I'm like, that's, come on, dude, that, that much work. You know what? But I'm, I, I would love kind to of be that guy's friend bit. too. Or not like not be his friend, but like to know that guy. <laughs> like, hey, is that how's how's that revenge going? Like, it's going good, man. We're gonna man. hang out. We're gonna go to <laughs> David Buster's this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It was like this is like wow, that's fucking that's that's a that's an effort. Yeah. What about you, Joe? What's up, fool? Um, I I finished the main the final like the main story stuff of um Destiny Destiny Two. Yeah. Cool. Wait, yeah, wait, wait. So finish the Forsaken. The stuff. main story. And then you're on to the DLC, or this is no. The DLC? I've now finished the main story of Destiny Two. Okay. I finished all the expansions, and I finished Forsaken. Mm-hmm. So all story mode, story content is now done. Um, and I am inching my way closer to the max. Well, it's not going to be the max for a long time, but the uh, max uh, power level of seven hundred. Um, ever so slowly now, but moving on. Uh, still, still playing. It's fucking good, man. This is the, I don't know. Like I, I guess this maybe has to do with the fact that I didn't because my Destiny One experience was like, you know, the beginning was ruined because of that bait and everything, and mm-hmm. then just like the drip feed content that I felt like kind of waiting this long to the point where like everything was out was kind of like a blessing for me. It just made it so much more funner. Like I've been bored by it. I still I'll still jump on and and um two submissions. I still haven't even done all the strikes. It's just all been like story stuff and then like extra stuff here and there. I've got a shitload, shitload of uh, quest lines like going on at the same time. Um, and like just like I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it dropped today or if it's going to drop. I'm not sure when it drops but I know like really really soon either it's already dropped or not like another raid's coming out. I haven't done one raid yet and, I've, and I'm like they're already dropping another raid which is going to be like I want to say their third one. So, yeah, man, this fucking game has a, it's got a lot of content, man. And I feel like just in general, it was, it was a lot better. I, I know there was a lot of shit that went on, like growing pains with the game yeah, over yeah. time. Uh-huh. A lot of fucked up things that happened. But, like, I've gotten it at a point where it's like, yeah, man, it's pretty fucking cool. I don't spend money on the on microtransactions. Things, yeah. Every, sorry, sorry, go. No, no, I just, I don't spend money on microtransactions. <laughs> That's not my thing. So, you know, I've had a fucking fantastic time with the content that, that's there. Since Bungie owns it now, like mm-hmm. they're not a part of like Activision anymore. Um, are, are you seeing changes happen, or is it just still the same? I, I think I I got back into it after oh, it was okay. already. So, you could, even so if yeah, so I wouldn't know the difference. But mm-hmm. like, I don't ever feel like microtransactions are pushed on me. I mean, there's a store that you go to that you get like every so often you'll get free like a couple of. Um, these engrams that are just basically cosmetic stuff 
And I feel like they give them to you every so often just to kind of like to entice you to go, hey, spend some money, you can get more stuff. But I mean, I haven't really, I've never really felt like it's never been intrusive to where it's like, oh, I need to go buy this or I need to do that. I've never really felt that. Um, I just, and another thing is just like, man, fucking Bungie knows how to do a shooter. And, you know, obviously having, you know, having done Halo, it's, it seems obvious, but I mean, no, they, they really know how to do fucking shooters. Like there's a, there's a level of heft to the gun, like the gunplay and yeah, just yeah. overall, like what they do where I'm like, yeah, other people don't do this. Um, you, you know, if you're into the lore of, I'm not really, and that's the thing, like it's, it's, that's the one thing that's interesting. Like I dug Halo's lore and like all yeah. that stuff. I've never really cared about Destiny's lore. It's there. Um, even the story, like... It's like there is background noise. Even the story, like, for the Forsaken... Like, the story modes, like, everything about the stories were way better mm-hmm. in, in, like, the, the single... Like, the, the main story mode stuff compared to Destiny 1. Everything was, like, in my opinion, was a lot more improved. But still, like, I was just like, yeah, I just want to get to the... I, I, I really was kind of, like... Sometimes I see a cutscene, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's taking so long. Let's just get to the... Yeah. To the I actual... Mean, yeah. to, the, to the gameplay, because it's really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, I don't know. I just it's really good. I'm like, I hope. I don't know what they're gonna end up doing. Uh, I've heard rumors that like Destiny Three is gonna be their next big thing, or if they're gonna continue like another year pass, what they do. But I'm definitely gonna stick with it. I mean, it's been I've I've enjoyed it. I tried. Um, so they added one thing that I did try, like the Gambit mode. I don't know if I really talked about that. No. Okay. So there's. Your standard, you know, there's, there's Destiny, you can do the missions, you know, there's your strikes, there's the raid, and then they have their multiplayer component, which is the the Crucible, you know, and, you know, Crucibles, whoever likes multi, you know, uh, player versus PvP, it's there, it's still the Crucible, you know, um, but they added a, what is it? I guess it's called Gambit mode, and, and Gambit is basically PvPVE, so it's player versus player versus enemy. And I played a couple of matches of that, and I was like, fuck, this is fun. So basically, it's two teams of four, and, and you're on your map, and they're on their map, right? And the goal is to kill enemies and bank their motes of light. So, like, these motes of light will, will come on there. You have a goal, right? So you, you kill enemies, you, you, you know, you, you take on the, 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 the enemy, not your opponent, just enemy, like, enemies from the game. You kill them and you bank these modes of light. You take the modes of light. There's a goal. Basically, there's this little thing where you bank them. Okay, when you bank them, depending on how many bank you at a time, you can uh, you can uh, you can release a, a blocker. And basically, a blocker is like if you bank, let's say you bank, I don't know, like five modes. Instead of just doing one at a time and you bank them, you bank five. You you you'll unlock a small blocker. And basically, what the small blocker does, I think, is it just takes away their goal for a few seconds. So now they're stuck without their goal. You're trying to get to a specific number of of um, light uh, points, uh, yeah. uh, most of light, okay. And then if you can get a large blocker, it takes it away. I've seen it like where I'm like, I, I wouldn't go put it in the goal. I'm like, the goal's fucking gone, and I had to wait for it to come back. So in the meantime, you're fighting enemies, and you know they're, they're, it's kind of like a wave based thing. They're coming at you, and the goal is basically to bank enough motes of light to where you unlock the prime evil. And the primeval is basically the boss. It's like a it's a boss character that comes out. It's really tough, um, and then you got to beat it. Whoever can beat the primeval wins the round. The things you can do also there's not just blockers, but you can actually have one. In, you can have an invader. 
So there's these portals that open up, mm-hmm. and a character from uh, from the opposing team can jump over, and vice versa. You can jump over to their team and cause havoc and start killing things and start shooting things and start killing, you know, uh, uh, shooting the players yeah. and attacking them. So and th- and that also by doing that, it um, it uh, you know, it just wrecks havoc. It, it, you 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 know, I think it's like a thirty second wait time too for uh, in between uh, um, respawns. So you have that option. And then, like, during, let's say, like, you you invade while you're fighting a primeval. If you invade while you're fighting a primeval and you kill one of the characters from the team, the primeval gets extra energy. Okay. So the boss character, it's, it's hard to explain, but yeah, it's, yeah. it was fucking really fun. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, this is, a lot, this is, like, a great mode where you still, like, you can contribute. Kind of like they had another, I think it was Control, mm-hmm. where you had, like, uh, it was kind of like Capture the Flag. Where you hold an area and like you, you feel like you contribute, but like in this like three moment, areas, just, right? Yeah, that yeah, one. This was more like it's all action. You're 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 doing this. The, the rules to the game. It's just it was fucking a lot of fun. And then like it's three rounds, and if the third round, if you're tied after two, the third round it immediately it's so you don't actually have to fight any other enemies. It's just the boss. It's like okay, go yeah. whoever can be the boss first, and. uh and I don't know, man. It was a fuck. I, I just, I love that mode. I was like, I think this is fucking great. And there's like, there's Gambit and then there's another one called Gambit Prime. I'm not sure of the rules of, of the Prime, but. You get delivery in two days. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it's, no, it's it's a fucking lot of fun. And I feel like that's the mode for me. Like, that's where I'm going to be doing yeah. a lot of is, is the Gambit. Not so much Crucible. I mean, I'll still do Crucible for like specific, like, uh you know, weapons or, you know, for your engrams, but like yeah. Gambit, Gambit's a lot of fucking fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't say enough how much fun I had playing that mode and be like, yeah, I would love to like get a team together and, you know, it's just a lot of strategy because like you have guys, you can just be good at killing the enemy. Cool, do that. But if you have someone that's really good, like PVP, you can be that person that sends them over. And I think even if you kill the invader, I think they can't respond. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of other little rules, but I mean, I don't know. I love that. I thought it was fucking fantastic. I hope that they can add more modes like that. Maybe not like exactly like that, but like stuff like that where it's like, wow, this is, you know, really, really cool and just, you know, different and, and fun. Um, also, so I played, you know, I played that. I, I actually started Anthem. Uh, oh, shit. got to play a little bit of that. Uh, and it's different. <laughs> it's definitely, it looks, you know, just basing it off of. What I what I played. Um, You're like, nah, man, she pretty. <laughs> like you really can't compare Destiny to Anthem, even though everyone does. Um, Anthem, you know, when you first turn it on, you start looking at it, you are like, fuck, this looks fantastic. And you know, not for nothing, I got to give credit. Like you know, we hear the the rest, you know, eighteen months to get this yeah. out, but I was like, fuck, man, it looks pretty fucking good. You know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't look bad. Uh, first thing I encountered right after bed, the opening parts to the to the story mode or just the, the, the main game where it's very i was already like this is kind of tedious it's not that fun like like they have you kind of just like oh it's your typical like you went down go help your teammates and kind of just introducing you to the system and they do that whole thing where it's like almost like a tutorial but it's not mm-hmm. and it's like ah and then like the first thing you, you shoot at like oh there's fucking scorpions like fucking lava scorpions and you just shoot at the stuff and i was like all right i'm like this is kind of kind of whatever and yeah first thing i noticed is like as i'm shooting these things i'm like 
it's so fucking jarring going from Destiny or any other competent, good first-person shooter, yeah, or even third-person shooter, and then going to the gunplay here, it's like, there's no weight to the shooting. It's the only way I can explain it. Like, yeah. you know how you shoot something and you can feel it? Like, you just yeah. tactically, like, whether it's the audio or even sometimes that little bit of rumble when you, yeah, when you yeah. shoot, you don't feel that. Like, I felt like as I was shooting, like, it, in my, like, when you're shooting something, it felt no different than shooting air than when you're shooting... Yeah, and and what's weird is I I played Dragon Age Inquisition, mm-hmm. and the like the battling like even in Dragon Age, which you know game of the year right it was yeah. it was, but when you would hit something right like mm-hmm. it would attack something and you hit the thing, you didn't feel like it was the really, weight of hitting yeah things yeah we're like and, and I know it's probably not not a full on fair comparison but like Diablo, yeah. kind of sort of similar into the ways that like the the. I don't know. We would double. Like I could feel it. Like it's hard to explain, but like no, you just feel like you're doing damage. Yeah, and and that was one of the things about Inquisition where I was like, huh, this kind of feels weird. You know, and I kind of was like, eh. But we just gotta uh, wait to see that bar, that red bar go down. Exactly, and that's yeah. what Anth- that's what Anthem does. The yeah, same yeah. thing. You have the bars there, and they go down, and like okay, um, I got past this, the opening sequence, which was was kind of cool, but yeah. just kind of. The stuff they had you do was very kind of tedious. Uh-huh. And then I got to the actual main part of the game where you actually, uh, where you can actually get in, use your suit and fly. Because yeah. they don't let you do it in the beginning. Um, and I did that and I was like, it's it's different. It's definitely kind of awkward at first to get used to the flight mechanics. Um, but then again, it puts you in a mission where like, oh, like you, you started to go and I'm like, okay, still shooting. I'm still not really shooting any other enemies other than these fucking scorpions. And then you get to this point where it's like, yeah, collect, uh, collect these little dust things to unlock a door. I don't know, like a door or something. And it was just like, it, it, it just felt all fucking just felt really tedious. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't. I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of shitty. Like, you're going from one game where, like, you get, like, you're shooting things. It kind of just is what it is. And then over here, you're just like, oh, man, this just got, the, this fucking extended tutorial where you're just not doing anything. And you're just like, can we just get to the game? You know, like, I'd rather just do that with this. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, and I by no means expect this to be any, like... Like to take me away from Destiny, yeah, as my loot shooter. Mm-hmm. But I was like, all right, let me give this, this thing a shot. And as of now, I'm I'm not very impressed by it. Like I am kind of impressed. Like it's it's still impressive when you think like they actually got this, put this together. Yeah, it's a some type of game. Yeah, it's playable. Basically, it definitely it is playable. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm still trying to figure out. The because there's like the crafting like the, the like with loot it's there's like a crafting system to it and there's there's a stuff but I was just like one thing that I, I noticed that was really oddly annoying and I guess every game does this but I felt like this game did it really fast was like I stopped playing for a few minutes but I didn't pause or I didn't do anything and then it immediately kicked me all the way out to the um, main menu main menu and I, which Destiny will do too but I felt like it was fucking quick I'm like huh like this thing just kicked me out I didn't even. You know, I don't know. I don't know. If maybe, maybe it was uh, an accidental thing, or yeah, it could have been a fact that I just disconnected. Because I know that that's that's been one of the issues um, with the game. Like people are like, yeah, it just booted me out of what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But I just thought it was like, huh? Just it just kind of left me a message like, yeah, you were inactive for a while. I was like, dude, it was like not even five minutes. I was like, yeah. <laughs> fucking. 
So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'll, I'm definitely going to put some more time into that and see how that goes. Um, but those two have been pretty much what uh, what I've been playing. Uh, Jesse, what about you? What's up? Not much this week, game-wise. Um, lately, it's just been the same stuff, Smash, as always. Uh, when we went to San Diego, I went to go get some games. And I've been getting this game because you mentioned it a long time ago. And I was like, you know what? Fuck, I need to repurchase this game. But anywhere I found it, it was either like not the original case. And I couldn't find anything with the original case. So anywhere I went, either it was here in Ventura... Or when I would go to San Diego, uh, I found a copy. It was a player's choice co- version, but I was like, fuck it, because I want to replay this. Uh, Super Paper Mario. Because remember we were talking about that? So, I, uh, you know, it was really nice, good condition, but it was the player's choice one. But I was like, you know what, fuck it, because I have not seen it anywhere else. So I popped it in and started playing it, and I forgot there's so much dialogue in the beginning <laughs> of that game. Where I was like, okay, but I'm like, I don't want to skip it, because it's it's pretty funny mm-hmm. it's not badly written but it's like this oh. is the wii one right yeah it was a okay. wii one so i was like i want to i want to get to it. it it wasn't like a traditional paper mario game it was that one where you can 3d switch the world the, the, they had the 3d yeah. button or something yeah. yeah so um it just took kind of a while that where it when it finally ended there's a save point i saved and i turned it off because i was like <laughs> i'm already done there you just read a bunch of yeah text i was just like, read a bunch of text <laughs> i was like okay it works uh, i'll play this later but i finally got it i wanted to get it because you had brought it up, and I was like, shit, I do, I do want to play that game. And kind of like growing my library a little bit of just games that we probably... I'm pretty much like picking out games that we'll probably won't see a re-release of stuff. Mm-hmm. Really. Maybe. I hope I'm wrong. I hope like... I think that one got, it got re-released on the Wii U uh, virtual... Did it? The, the virtual shop, yeah. Oh, okay. At the eShop, I'm pretty sure it did. Because I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, I kind of want to play it again. But then I was like, eh, I'm good. Until they announced like Switch version or whatever, like I was just like, oh, I'll yeah. get this one. Um just you know, picked up other games that I found that I wanted to get. Um, uh, I can't wait to you actually. I want you to like uh, to actually get the point of the game where you get to 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 pick up the the star to get <laughs> to the, the that that sequence because I I mean I fucking love that sequence. Yeah. I've watched videos that like I even watch a video once in a while like on YouTube. I'm like that's so fucking so much fun where it does the eight bit version all all gigantic. Yeah, yeah. I always thought that that was the best. Probably one of the best uses of the star, uh-huh. like the invincible star. I was like, that was just kind of like ingenious to see him, to see it being drawn. That's yeah. the cool thing too. Like they draw it while it's going, uh-huh. and it's just kind of cool. I was like, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. I got it. Yeah, I haven't experienced that yet, but I know of it. Um, <clears throat> another game that uh, I ended up picking up because I found it somewhere, but I was like, let me see if I can find it at this other game shop if they have it because it didn't have an instruction manual. It was the DS remake of Final Fantasy IV. It's one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. And it's pretty much remade from the ground up with voice acting. And and uh, the graphics are a bit better. Nothing crazy, but you know, it's, it's it looks better. I was able to get that one and find it with an instruction manual. So that was something that was pretty cool. And I, I replayed it um, for a little bit. I, I haven't spent too much time on it. But I'm liking how that was. And I don't even think when I, I bought it originally, because I got it when it came out on DS... I don't even think I got that far. Uh, and I still had my strategy guide because I would always buy strategy guides for RPGs. And when I grab that strategy guide, I'm like, oh, I'm going to grab this strategy guide. I still had the receipt in there. Uh-huh. And the receipt was like brand new. And I'm like, holy shit, this was like from 2008 that I saw it. And like, you know, when I purchased it and everything. I have that. Well, I kind of do that with the old, old movies that we watched. Uh-huh. I'll buy the DVD and I'll put the, the ticket in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's it's crazy. I, I I was really tripping out on that, like finding those. This guy this guy said Final Fantasy is one of his favorite games. Like fucking all all Final Fantasy games are your favorite games. Final Fantasy Four is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, once, well, uh, once seven. the new seven but we'll be, comes, we'll once the new talking, seven, we'll be talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna say this two. now because I'm gonna just be saying like, once the new seven comes out, just gonna be like, guess my favorite Final Fantasy game. <laughs> that's that's no, epi- that's it. episodic. I hated, I hated fifteen. <laughs> I hated fifteen. Um, today, I went to one of our our uh, video game shops, retro video game stores that we usually ha- we have here in Ventura County called Pastime Legends. And uh, what what's the one in San Diego that's really good? I forget the name. Calico. Calico, dude, I was really tripping out because. Uh, at Calico, um, I was really impressed. The guy at the counter was like really nice. Yeah. And I was kind of shocked because yeah. like at some other game shops, um, they're not really. It, it's a. It's a. Probably, probably not. Um, was it Game Rave in San Diego? Oh. <laughs> Fuck that place. Where is it? Piece of shit. Wait, wait, where? It's called Rave. Game Rave. Yeah, oh. yeah. Anyway, um, in it, 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 Past Time Legends, they're they're cool over there too. Yeah. And when I went today, uh, I was looking around. Dude, they got in a fucking um, crazy taxi cabinet. Oh, shit. Like, I tripped out. I'm like, oh, shit, crazy taxi. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. But I was going through. I usually always check GameCube because I want to find, like, certain GameCube games. Yeah. And boom, there it was. Kirby's Air Ride. I heard, like, a shit ton of, like, stuff, like, how good Kirby's Air Ride was. Like, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't do well, I guess. It didn't sell well. But, like, a lot of people say it's really good. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to pick this up. Because the price wasn't bad at all. But when I opened it up, I'm like, damn it, no instruction manual. Mm. But I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to get it. Can you check them online? You can probably find one on eBay. Yeah, I was, I was going to see if you can help me find one, because I'm not really eBay savvy like you. Because I'm just illiterate. Type in, just I'm type, illiterate. Type in the game and then put manual. Oh, that's that work, yeah. These spells it like the name. <laughs> he puts, I got nothing. Uh, nothing came up. Uh, Kirby Emanuel? That doesn't work. <laughs> um... But yeah, I pick it up and I purchase it. And there were some guys kind of chilling around. Uh, and the owner, Mike, he's a really cool guy. He's like, oh, you find everything all right, Jess? And I'm just like, yeah, I got, you know, I'm going to pick this up. He's like, oh, cool. And the guy sees it and goes, Kirby's Air Ride? Oh, shit, that was there? And I was, I was like, oh, this bitch better not be like, can I have it? Fuck you. Yeah, I got it. What and if he would have been like, hey, I'll give you $20 more than, than this guy's paying you? Would you be mad? What? Would you get upset if the guy, like... I don't think Mike would have said yeah. You don't think so? No. What if he's like, man, I need $20? No. Extra? He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that because you know why? Okay. Uh, someone what if the guy in? said, I would give you, not you, after you buy it, he's like, I'll yeah. give you $20 more dollars uh-huh. yeah. to sell it to me. So someone... No, I wouldn't. No, him. No, I no, no, he's saying... Once he, I buy it, I could sell no, it to no, that dude? No, oh. no, that dude... Was gonna pay the guy that worked in a pastime. Uh-huh. Say the game, I don't know how much it costs, but let's say it costs 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'll pay the 50 dollars and then I'll give you personally 30 dollars more. Would you be upset to with me? him? No, with him, to him. If you were there just to witness, right? You were just there, you were trying to. Never mind. Okay, what if, <laughs> uh, what if Mike offered to give both of you guys 50 dollars and, and it was like, I want you, the other guy, to allow Jesse to blow you? Would you do that? Yeah. And and Jesse, Jesse, Jesse's all, do I get to keep the game? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, then yeah, I would. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, the guy was just like, what? Kirby's Air Raid? That was there? And then he goes like, oh. And he goes to go look. And then Mike goes, yeah, it looks like they like there was some a good amount of GameCube games traded in. The guy goes, you got Billy Hatcher? 
<laughs> What's that? Billy Hatcher's a Sega game that um, was about rolling an egg, and, and the guy's name was Billy. Cut him right. Hatcher. Kinda, but not really. Like it looked cool. That's actually one. If I saw it, I would have picked it up. If it was a good price. The GameCube um, game. Yeah, it was GameCube. It was exclusive to GameCube. Billy, Billy Hatcher? Hatcher. Billy Hatcher. Yeah, but I just found it. I found it funny. Did you guys ever play Seaman? No, I always wanted to. I See, I always wanted to, and you can still find some people have like sealed copies or complete copies for not that much. Yeah. But when I really looked into it, a lot of people go like, "It's cool, but it's." That's, That's like what whatever. I thought. I never really like. I like it's saw a it cool there. idea, but it's like because yeah. sometimes you can be playing for days because you can have a seaman and there's going to be a ton and then they die and then like depending on how you take care of it, it, it could die and then you'll just have to start over. Ugh. So it's it's like an it, you can either get lucky on your first shot or it just keeps dying or something. Yeah. Um, what was it? Sounds someone like someone automata. told me oh, it was. I think it was a. Well, that <laughs> sounds like near automata. <laughs> Damn that fucking game. The, did that? Um, there's, um, I think it was a one-up show. It was one of, the, it was either, I want to say it was John Davison, Shane Bettenhausen, or Milky said that, or someone else probably, um, said that they had a seaman uh, taking care of it. Their roommate got pissed off at them or something. And then when he got home, that roommate had turned on the Dreamcast and turned on the heat in the in the, in the the tank of the seaman <laughs> to kill it. So when he got home, it was fucking dead. <laughs> That That's or he fucking left really it. fucked yeah. up, but also equally just really fucking nerdy. All that hard, all that hard work, fuck you. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's just basically that. It just I I, I ended up buying. Um, oh, I was so close to buying Owlboy because you were talking about it, though. And oh, it yeah. went on sale, but I was like, I'm not really playing anything I already have, so I might as well just play what I already yeah. have and stuff. <laughs> I was really close to buying a bootleg copy of Final Fantasy VII for the GameCube. <laughs> Um, I'm like already 40 hours in Final Fantasy 7 oh, on the Switch. You're disgusting. Dude. So, but I have no need, I have no urge to keep going. Don't know why. Uh, I did buy Final Fantasy 12 uh, for the Switch. I popped it in and started playing it. I'm like, cool, I can play this portably. And then I stopped. Hold on, Beto. Will you wake me up when he's done talking about Final Fantasy? <laughs> Beto, huh? <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, but that was pretty much it. Just I so fell, I'm sorry, I fell asleep. Was Jesse talking about Final Fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fun collecting some games. I was able to get that Super Paper Mario. I was excited. Yeah. Um, and getting Final Fantasy fourteen four not fourteen. <laughs> sorry, Final Fantasy four was cool. All that. Um. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play Kirby's Air Ride because I heard a lot of great stuff and some of the multiplayer stuff in it is really cool. So there's a lot of good talk on it. So hopefully it lives up to the hype. I want to try that. Uh, we'll report back hopefully next is week. Is there an old game that, that you're like, oh, I heard so much, so many good things about this that ended up like, oh, it's not good. Yeah. I don't like it. Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, shit. That's right. That, that you hear so much yeah. good shit on it. And maybe, you know what? Me, I'm thinking maybe we didn't give it a chance, but it was no. not a good first impression. It was terrible. What about I that? did not like it. Wasn't there a game, too? It's really... I, I, I've, I know I've brought it up before. Maybe on an episode, too, but I never, like... Uh, I, I forget the name of it now. PS2 game. It's super expensive. Something... 
Madden 20. Like not good? Like not good? I don't know if it's not good. One of the NCAA games? No, no. It was like something something Roses. Not Rumble Roses because I know that's... Oh, Rule of Rose. Yeah, that one. I've heard like that's a really expensive fucking game and it's got a really... Like I've heard it's got a really crazy like... Story or something? Story even for that time. Like it's it's okay, but it's... Yeah. But it's a, it's a game like where some people are like, yeah, it's not that good though. <laughs> yeah. Or like, or the story's good, but like the controls or something about it's just not that great. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. I'm pretty sure it doesn't age at all. You play it now, you're sure. like, kind of like, like that oh, game. It's you interesting because it's an expensive fucking game. You know what game they did? They they had the original one, and I think they they did the update for PS3 that graphically it looked better, but it still controlled not well. Right. Siren. Oh yeah, I, I, uh, that was the that was that one was episodic. Yeah. I actually did play that. I, I played uh, the first few um, uh, chapters because they did it in chapters, and mm-hmm. I played the first few chapters, and um, I never finished it. It definitely was like it was a little little rough, but it was pretty fucking good, man. It was fucking scary. It was fucking really fucked up. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I played a bit of it. It was pretty fucked up too. Um, okay, so when I was at Pastime Legends, there was these two guys that are eating food. They were customers. They weren't like, they didn't work there. And they were talking. I'm looking at stuff. And one of them says like, I, I hear Night Trap. And then the dude goes, that game's a piece of shit. And the other guy's like, I don't know, man. That game was pretty fun. It's like, no, that game's a piece of shit. So I had to put my two cents in and be like, it's not great, but it's really fun. And the guy goes, no, it's not. And I'm like, nah, it is. <laughs> and the guy's like, no, yeah, I love like B-horror movie stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's just fun to go through. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't like it. How campy it is! I'm like, well, fuck it. it was made in late '80s and released in the mid '90s. But yeah. Anyway, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Republican U.S. Senator Josh Hawley announced Wednesday his plan to introduce a bill that would ban microtransactions in both console and mobile games, according to The Hill. The legislation, which was outlined Wednesday as the Protecting Children from Abusive Games Act, it's focused on those under the age of 18 years old who have purchased in-game goods through marketed free-to-play games that have easy in-app purchases for kids to buy in order to release more content. In a statement, Halley said, Social media and video games prey on user addiction, siphoning our kids' attention from the real world and extracting profit from fostering compulsive habits. No matter this business model's advantage into the tech industry, one thing is clear. There is no excuse for exploiting children through such practices. I mean, there's more to that article, but I kind of wanted to end it there. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think? I kind of got a problem with that. I mean, uh, look, so there's one thing for me, like, I like loot boxes is one thing that I'm like, I'm all for fucking get, get rid of those things, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that shit. But microtransactions in general, although I'm not a fan of them, and I think they're fucking way, like, like companies are way overutilized them to try to make fucking uh, make a buck. 
um, a return of profit from all the fucking money they spent on making a game. But, I mean, really, isn't this something that fucking parents and people should be fucking policing? And also, if a free-to-game, a free-to-play game is, that's its sole way of making a fuck. Like, I have no problem per- with free um, with a free-to-play game that offers microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Because that's how the game fucking uh, funds itself, right? Yeah. My problem really has always been more with games that cost 60 fucking dollars <clears throat> that offer microtransactions and, you know, and it becomes like, it's not, no longer free to play. It's fucking, uh, what's the other term? I think it also goes for anything, even if it's a full price game that has microtransactions, I think it's microtransactions, everything, anything microtransactions or loot box. You're, you're missing the, I, I'm not you, but like they're missing the point. Like that's how a fucking, uh. Uh, like I said, the free-to-play games, that's how you, how you you handle that. And and two, like, man, if your fucking kid is playing, the, again, you know, as a fucking, if you're a parent, shouldn't you, wouldn't you want to know what your kid's playing? Like, yeah. shouldn't you, there be ways, like, I could understand trying to, uh, maybe making it harder for the kids to purchase them, but to outright ban, I mean, it's no different than fucking saying, like, yeah, you're, you're preying on their, uh, on, on the, what do you call it, um, <clears throat> Uh, the addiction. I'm like, there's no difference in fucking drugs and alcohol and shit like that. You're just trying to, you know, and we've seen where that's gone when people try to fucking ban alcohol, prohibition and all that shit. It's kind of stupid. It's like, dude, it's not your job to fucking police that. You're trying to ban something that I feel like, you know, on in the typical person who knows what the fuck their kid's doing can can kind of police that. Yeah. Um I don't out, like. I agree that there had there should be some things in place to make it difficult so that kids don't fucking outright. Because I've heard horror stories of kids spending like five thousand dollars on something, and not really, you know, without you know a parent like realizing it. I, I do believe there should be some way to avoid that, but to outright fucking ban them, I just think that's kind of fucking con- that's being over controlling on the whole thing. I don't disagree with you. Um, <clears throat> we on this show. We've talked about, like, we're big fans of uh, Jim Sterling. Did you see Jim Sterling's discussion on I this? I didn't know. He made a point, and he said, I'm not here to say I told you so, but he's like, I told you so. He said, if, because the game industry, they will take any advantage they can to make more money. They were taking advantage of loot boxes and microtransactions in games. If they didn't get around to like policing it in the beginning, like, hey, you know, calm down, bring it down and 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 organize something. Don't you're overdoing it. You're going to get bit in the ass and government's going to get involved. You know, he even said, like, this is what's going to happen. And he was right. Now, with how this type of stuff works. With laws and the government, government favors corporations so this will not really affect them in that way but it's still something that right now is gonna affect them and a threat now if it gets any worse it's their fault it's their fault for letting it get this far for some politician or someone in government to say hey this thing is affecting our children we should do something about it you know but again as always when it comes to government when it comes to any of that type of stuff they favor corporations and that's what he says. So this probably won't really amount too much. It might be like a little slap on and stop it, yeah. slap on the wrist type of thing. But they were warned. They knew what the consequences were going to be if they kept pushing it. They kept pushing it, and then this happened. So then they become the headline for the week or the month or whatever, you know. And um, 
And that's what they were doing. They were taking advantage. They were being predatory when it came to microtransactions, free to play con free to play microtransactions in games that were not free to play. Mm -hmm. You know? They were doing this. The game industry, when you give them an inch, they take the whole yard. You know, they, they take advantage to make money. And then they do all this other bullshit where they fucking don't pay overtime. They're getting tax free fucking benefits from from states doing all this shit and saying oh we're we're not the bad guy we're the ones who are hurting so it's all their fault i agree i still feel like um and and i agree it's it's parents it's the parents who should maintain this for their children but as we all know it's never the parents fault it's everyone else's I feel like this is they're more targeting towards like apps and stuff like uh, in-app purchases like mm-hmm. fucking on, on mobile phone. Yeah, because that's where you like the shit will fucking add up and racks up, and you don't know like your your kid what your kids are doing with your phone, and that's on your account, yeah. and then you get this fucking crazy bill like at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what they're targeting more towards. Mm-hmm. But I do I agree with that fucking the uh, that how they fucking called it upon themselves by, yeah. by being so greedy. In a surprise move, director Jeff Fowler took to Twitter to respond to fan criticism of the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie design, which came fast and hard after the new trailer was released earlier this week. Thank you for the support and criticism, Fowler tweeted. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. Both the initial reveal of the Sonic silhouette, which IGN exclusively debuted in December, and the new trailer received mixed to negative feedback from fans. Interestingly, Paramount, Sega, and the rest of the Sonic creative team seem to have already implemented fixes to the initial criticism about the Sonic the Hedgehog's muscle, muscular legs, which was a point of contention in the poster's reveal, as they seem to have been removed from the character design in this new trailer. The latest subject of the controversy is Sonic's teeth, which critics jokingly compared to the veneers and claimed didn't feel true to the character. It looked Did, like shit. It, <laughs> I don't think fixing the eyes is gonna make this he movie looked, any good. Any they better. used CGI and it looked. It still. It literally looked like. Let's try to do a CGI version of someone in a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog costume. Yeah. Is yeah. what it looked like. It was like. Why even bother to go see to just put someone in a fucking costume? Because I look like it looked horrible. Yeah. It's, uh, everyone was anticipating it looking bad, right? And when the trailer went up, I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check this out. And then when, when it's like, you see Sonic, and then he's like, got to go fast. And you see his face forward. When you see it, when it shows his eyes, I, the, my first thought was, oh, that's not that bad. But then the rest of the trailer was, was horrible. And the song choice, mwah, magnifique. Gangsters, it? it was Coolio's oh, Gangsters yeah, Paradise. Right. It's really like animation movies, like lately, have been using a lot of 90s music in it. It's, it's fucking weird. That's just what I wanted to say. It's just <laughs> fucking weird. There was a new Angry Birds trailer that used yeah. that song. Okay. He used the old song, I can't remember which one it was. But then I told him, and then they showed uh, the Ice fucking, Ice Baby. Oh, yeah, they showed the Vanilla Ice. Then I told him about that, and then they fucking showed the, the Sonic trailer, which I didn't even see. And that fucking they played Gangs Paradise. Okay, so that was you in the theater. Was the first time you saw yeah. the Sonic trailer? Okay, <laughs> so 
it, it, this was like what a week ago. Um, so no. much criticism. Yeah, it was a week. Oh, ago. Okay, that was like we saw yesterday. So, so, so much criticism on the Sonic stuff, and then they said, "Hey, we're gonna change it, right?" So we're in the theater when it starts. Every if, did you hear? Like everyone knew what it was, and they were like. Oh, like you just felt everything kind of drop. Yeah, like, like they're all like, how's oh, this gonna go? Shit. <laughs> like, you know, they knew it was gonna yeah. be crap. Yeah. And then it, it plays and the movie goes, and these dudes next to me go, Bro, that's the new design. They already fixed it. No, dude, they're going to fix it. No, no, no. This is it. This is like they, they debuted the new one for the new design. And I was like, Do you know how long that shit's gonna take? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how long it is gonna be if they really insanely like change the design of Sonic it's not just gonna be oh from last week now it's changed it's so weird how people and I can understand that too like people just think it's a copy paste hey everything's cool <laughs> yeah. now it's done and just erase uh, it and then draw, draw it again but but it was like it was funny to hear like no dude no it's like no dude they already changed it this is the better one they changed it already so yeah it, it had like a weird reaction um Jim Carrey was Jim Carrey you know I mean, whether you like him or not, he's, he Jim Carrey did his thing. He was Jim Carrey. Um, I was weirded out though the first time he they, definitely they show has, him. He, he, he just just say like whenever he gets the villain role in a movie, uh-huh. he tends to have fun with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. When they showed Doctor Robot, like when I saw that trailer, of course Sonic was like, Ugh. but when they showed Jim Carrey, I was expecting it to because when they announced he was going to be Doctor Robotnik, I was like, oh, they'll make him look like Doctor Robotnik because yeah. he's done weird shit like that. And then they show him, and I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. He's not bald. He doesn't have a weird, crazy mustache. He just has the twirly, you know, he's not uh, shaped curled. like an egg. Yeah, he's not shaped <laughs> like an egg. Like because they thought they could get away with that, and he would he would thrive with mm-hmm. that, you know. Good. Uh, but it is until the end of the trailer, it starts breaking up, and you see him kind of look more like Dr. Robotnik or Dr. Eggman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. I mean, a part of me just wants to watch it to see how bad it is. That's pretty much it. You know, not really looking forward to it. Was it really something people were asking for? I don't. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I know who, like, I, okay. I don't, I've never been that big on Sonic. So it's like I'm just kind of. Like, I don't know. I don't know who said this. Someone said what you said. Like, was anyone really asking for a Sonic movie? And then a lot of people were saying, "Did you expect a Sonic movie to look good? You know, like or be good? I don't know. That's it's just point. so weird. You know, like, what do you expect? Um. Yeah. So. I mean, it sucks because that movie comes out in six months and that studio is going to have to crunch. I hear they're going to have to crunch to get that shit out if they are going to redesign it. Yeah, bad. And there was like a ton of people online saying like that they did it on purpose, that they they, uh, um, did all that to uh, 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 start like buzz on the movie and say, oh, we're going to pay attention to you and seem like the good guys. But I I don't think that's it, man. That's way too. That's way too much shit. Fortnite creator Epic Games has announced that it's acquired Psionics, the studio behind widely successful Rocket League. Psionics revealed the news on its blog and promises that this will only bring about positive changes for Rocket League and its community. According to Psionics, Rocket League always has been and always will be a community-driven game, and now that we have joined forces with Epic. We'll be able to serve our community in even bigger and better ways. 
As for these changes, in the short term, Psyonix claims nothing will change at all. In the future, it plans on bringing Rocket League to the Epic Game Store and will grow the game in ways it couldn't do before. So yeah, a lot of people are, you know, it's good for Psyonix as a company to be purchased by, by someone like Epic Games because, you know, they're a small studio. They make this really great game and they've been really doing well with it. You know, so this is this is cool for them. Uh, a lot of people aren't really happy that, you know, Epic has been not only um, been getting bigger as in also creating their online infrastructure and taking a lot of exclusive for PC games for the PC market. There's That's a another can of worms that uh, uh, is kind of negative in a lot of people's eyes, which we won't really get into. But uh, I, I think for Psyonix, Rocket League, it's, it's good for them. You know, if they keep developing, like, you know, great games, and at least it wasn't EA, which would pick them up and then dispose of them years yeah. later. I mean, it could still happen with Epic, but yeah. Comments, questions, concerns? Uh, I, I meant being on the whole like the the whole thing. I I know we were not gonna get into it, but the whole thing with that uh, the exclusive thing. No, you, if you want to talk about it, no, cool. I'm just saying it. Kinda, it's it's always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like that, just hearing about that, and I'm just like, in general. <clears throat> <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's like I know Epic's trying to, you know, they they got Fortnite and they're trying to like, I don't know, just I don't want to say it's because of Fortnite, but like you know they're they're doing it in their own store because you know they obviously want to control that and kind of do their own thing. I know they bring up the fact like, oh well, you know, giving more money to the developers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, man, that's cool and everything. But as soon as you were like, oh, exclusives, I'm like, ah. You know, why? Why is that necessary? And as far as Rocket League goes, I mean, it's Rocket League. You know, I'm sure it'll thrive yeah. as it always has. Beto? Oh. What do you think? Um, you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really play them that much anymore. I really don't know if they, they were, were they struggling or something. I mean, as much as like... Yeah, I think a lot of the problems, like you were saying, Joe, it's something that there always needed to be some sort of competition for Steam because Steam wasn't really, there was no competition in the market. Yeah. And here comes Epic. But at the same time, like, this is good competition. But as, as the months have gone on, Jesus, they're just getting exclusive after mm -hmm. exclusive. Now they're, it seems like they could be the dominant ones after a while. I, I don't know. It's 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 crazy, and I could see why people are so but angry. For a about PC it. player, too, it's like who wants to have that many fucking gaming, like that many apps or gaming clients? Like you have to have fucking Steam, you have to have the Epic thing, and then you have to have uh, Origin. Origin. Origin, like it's just fucked, man. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, Gamespot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to Three PC News. We'll be back after the break. PlayStation announced another state of play 
for the week of May 9th, 2019. And, you know, um, pretty much their version, their style of Nintendo Direct. So when the first one came out, I mean, how were you guys when that first uh, State of Play came out? Do you remember? The very first one? Yeah, the very first one. Um, it wasn't bad. I like it wasn't crazy long or... Uh-huh. But it was... It wasn't. It was a, a nice, not perfect, not not bad, but like an average uh, first uh, try. Yeah, Joe. I would. I would. Uh, I tend to agree with that. Yeah. Um, so this time they come out with a new one, uh, pretty much a month before E three happens. So everyone's kind of wondering, like, oh, what are they going to show? What's going to happen? And you had people throwing stuff out like, oh, maybe they're going to announce, they're going to show like a Death Stranding trailer. Or, hey, maybe they're finally going to give a release date for The Last of Us, you know, part two. Since Sony technically isn't going to be at E3, they could probably start the buzz early. Um, what they did end up saying was they were going to be talking about the Medieval remake game that the, um, they've been working on. They, they announced, I think, either a year or two ago. So um, there was an announcement of that. So I remember like waiting, kind of like, oh, okay, I'm going to check this out. And probably half an hour, an hour before the show was going to start, it was uh, announced that, like, yeah, they're going to talk about Medieval, and it's going to be 10 minutes. Then you're thinking, like, 10 minutes? Like, five minutes is probably going to be them talking about Medieval and two other games? Like, what can you announce in 10 minutes? So when the state of play... Um, gets announced uh first thing they you, you see a trailer for monster hunter world iceborne expansion which is um, going to be coming out september 6 2019 which is new content for monster hunter world uh, a whole new iceborne expansion like winter place with new monsters old classic monsters so that was a pretty cool start to that um in the state of play but then they announced a few other games uh one that i was really wondering like uh what you were going to think about this, Joe, but uh, they announced a Predator game uh, called Predator Hunting Grounds, mm -hmm. which is going to be a multiplayer experience that will see one group of players in control of a fire team while another player will control the Predator. I would say probably kind of like a mix of what uh, what was that game called? The, the, the one that was done by the Left 4 Dead team. Evolve. Evolve. Kind of like Think Like Evolve, but with an actual monster that people care about. And probably not as good as uh, Dead by Daylight, but who can yeah, be? It's hard, yeah. It's, I feel like just... Can I, can I talk about it? Yeah. I just feel like um, it's when I first heard that, I was like, well, like they're making a Predator game. I was like, cool. And then I heard, I uh, it's, what is it? Um, asymmetrical. Asymmetrical multiplayer. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I, I started it. I'm not bummed by it, but I'm like... All right, I'm like, what? What, what are you going to charge for this? Like twenty bucks? Like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think yeah, about yeah, the yeah. price because, like, I mean, where do you put them? I mean, how many maps can you really like? The predator jungle. is generally, yeah, like <laughs> jungle one, jungle two, or and it's like one like jungle, different part of like, jungle. It's jungle. Is it one Wet predator jungle. or how many different <laughs> predator? Like, how do you differentiate the predators? Muddy jungle. Wet yeah. jungle. Daytime. <laughs> Jungle, winter nighttime. jungle, like I don't know, fucking like <laughs> winter wonderland jungle. You, you torture of the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that? And like, and I, and I'm like, when you said like, oh yeah, like evolve, except with a character that people yeah. care about. That's true. I think people like the the predator. It, it's a cool thing. It's a cool character, but there's no option for like multiple like 
characters, and that I think kind of is going to affect it. It's the same thing like Friday the Thirteenth. That game was fun. I actually had some yeah. some good times with it. But I mean, it's it's again, you're just like, oh, you get to f- uh, f- uh, Jason from this uh, movie, Jason from that movie. Overall, really. like, yeah. And I think there were like different abilities, but it's almost kind of silly. It's like it's yeah, the same it's character. Kind of How same, are you going to change it based on the like, movie? And I don't know. Yeah, like Dead by Daylight, the, every character's so different. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool, it's you nice know? To switch it up, yeah. That gives you the variety. I think people like variety and something like that. So we'll see. I mean, if they if they try to pass this Predator game off, like, oh, it's 40 bucks. Even at 40 bucks, I'm like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Although, you never know, man. $40 price point. I don't know if you guys have talked about it. I haven't really paid attention, but like, a different game, but look what... You know, then you brought up Evolve, uh, Evolve and like the Turtle Lock, but look what that fucking World War Z game. Did you hear about that? Uh-uh. It sold a million fucking yeah. copies. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. And, and like, not for nothing, but like, people are having fun with it. They're yeah. like, it's, it was kind of broken, but even Sterling, like, he fucking he played it, it and right? he's like, yeah. this is fun. He's like, it's, 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 it's a full on ripoff, but he's like, this is fun. It's not that bad. He's like, when, they, when it works, because it was having issues in the beginning. Yeah. He's all, it's fun. And I, part of me is, was like, when I saw that, I was like, you know, myself, the reason they're having issues is because I don't think they expected it to fucking sell. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I like, mean? Dude, this is just a server problem. They're fucking having problems with it. Yeah. Like the, well, the, I, the, I thought it was funny that they took the one cool thing from from the the movie mm-hmm. was the um, the mounds, the character mounds when they're climbing stuff. Yeah. And they put that in the game. And like, I was watching people shoot at those and I'm like, that's kind of cool. And even Sterling was like, it's weirdly satisfying to like shoot that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The mound down. But like, I don't know, man. If fucking World War Z can sell, can can go for 40 bucks and become a fucking hit, which is basi- uh-huh. basically what they've done. As know, Leaper. Predator, Predator could fucking possibly do the same yeah. thing. Although, you know, I think, I think you're going to be limited with really like the content you can really create for Predator. I was going to say, I was like, if that game goes to like sub fucking $30, we should all buy it and have a fucking uh, uh, ode to our left for day, oh, yeah. days. Yeah, I'm done. Um, another game. Too much, <laughs> another game. <laughs> 40's too much though. <laughs> I was like, even my, my coworker, sorry, just, yeah, just no, like, no my worries, coworker yeah. was like, he looked at it as like, it looks fun. I'm like, yeah, I know. It does kind of look fun. But I'm, I'm like, not paying $40, 40 fucking dollars for that thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a shameless, a super shameless ripoff. But they have like a, a a roadmap now too, because like that's the new popular thing. Ugh. And I was looking at all their content, and I'm like, they're bringing more shit. I'm like, I'm, I'm like surprised. I'm like, yeah, I heard a million. I was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. It sold a million the first week. That's crazy. Was it like a Hannibal when he talked about uh, seeing Cat Williams? He goes, uh, it says something. It was good. I'm about fifty dollars good. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but it's like you look at that though, and then like people have been bitching like and asking for like a lot of people wanted a Left for Dead. Three a long time ago, and then like, this is now it. you just. But I mean, a lot of people are like, yeah, this is basically it. But like, yeah. you can now look at like them and be like, I should have done Left 4 Dead Three. <laughs> yeah, they fucked up. The yeah. uh, Sony also announced Riverbound's delightful voxel art dungeon crawler allows for up to four player co op and includes cameos from a number of indie game characters, including familiar faces from Shovel Knight, Lovers in Dangerous Space Time, and Guacamelee. Uh, this will be releasing summertime. It looks neat, like yeah. a pixelated, yeah, like yeah. little dungeon crawler. I was just like, oh, it looks cool. What was it called? 
Uh, Riverbond. Would you say it looks cool, but like you're like, you guys got 10 minutes and this is what you're going to show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounded yeah, like. Yeah, right 10 minutes. This is all you're going to show. It's not $50. <laughs> Um. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be a dick, dude. People take time to make you know mm-hmm. make these games and stuff like that. For me, it was just like, oh, it looks cool. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I won't play it. Just something that you're not into. Yeah, it's not into. Um. Another one. Uh, they did announce. Uh, they are coming out with a Days of Play limited edition PS4. Uh, that's gonna be coming out in June. So it's a limited edition one. Uh, kind of like Gunmetal Gray. So that's pretty cool. A yeah. new bundle. It looks nice. Yeah. Another game that uh, kind of caught uh, to me, I, I was surprised. Not surprised. Because Betha always has like a keen eye for things. Um, and kind of like I could not glance at something. He goes, hey, check this out. And I'll be like, oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that is cool. Oh. Uh, Sony announces uh, a game called Away. Uh <laughs> With a trailer that showcases perspective of a number of different animals out in the wilderness. Fight for survival on your way to a sanctuary in a way. They didn't announce any type of release date. No, but it looks it looks interesting. I don't know if it's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. But I just like that it was kinda like a survival horror survival horror game that's mm-hmm. not survival horror, it's just survival. Yeah. That's, uh, this little fucking animal just trying to escape getting eaten or like a fucking giant forest fire is trying to escape that so it looks really cool i mean i hope it's good because it, it's kind of like that uh, what was that one game they did firewatch no 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 uh the, the, the eagles tokyo one that Ubisoft Jungle did? Or oh, yeah, like that? oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah tokyo jungle mm-hmm. yeah i remember that <laughs> joe's like remember that that's it but that's yeah, more that's like it. i don't know there's you're just trying to survive in that one too is that what it is yeah, okay you started with a specific animal or something it was free on the ps plus once but and, and i was like yeah i still don't want to play it though <laughs> that was uh, was it awake away away sorry awake it looks fun i hope it's good yeah. um and then we get to somewhat the end of the show and they do end up mentioning medieval which is uh, just in time for Halloween this year, a Sony announced the remake of Medieval will be released exclusively for PlayStation 4 on October 25th. The remake is being developed by Other Ocean Interactive. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's Medieval. I remember playing like a demo of it as a kid. I, I never, never played really it. Got I never played it either. But it's got like a cult following, so... I've ever seen the coverage look whack. Yeah. I'm not against... Yeah, it does look kind of like cheesy. <laughs> it's a shitty cover. I'm not, I'm not against platformers. I mean, yeah. it's a platformer, so I'm like, cool. I mean, hopefully it's it's good but i mean i never played it and i i'm in, i'm gonna take a page from jesse mm-hmm. i really don't know that i will but <laughs> yeah you never know yeah we'll wait and see that might, that's a wait and see for me mm-hmm. just like if they're like oh you gotta get it i'll just be like spyro and crash kind of dropped right away so i think i can wait uh if i need to get it but uh yeah um then when you thought it was over it wasn't over those sly people at sony it wasn't 10 minutes it was 12 minutes uh, when and I didn't really want to mention this until we got to this part, but when uh, Sony starts their state of play, uh, they pretty much it, the screen goes black and then you see the light bar that you see on the PlayStation Four. So it's the golden light bar, mm-hmm. and then it turns on and white and it starts pulsating, and you know it makes the noise that most PlayStation Fours do, deep, you know, to turn when it turns on. So you know, oh, your system's on. So you see that, and I was just chilling in my car, watching State of Play. It starts, okay, cool. 
And it's like, you know, waiting for that. Oh, okay. The light's on. It's going to go deep, like all PlayStation 4s. And then it rings. Just, and it was a sound. I'm like, and that sound was a sound from Final Fantasy VII. Ugh. <laughs> and I was I like, I knew it was coming. And I was like, no, what the fuck? And then when the show starts, it shows Monster Hunter. So I'm like, they can't just tease that. Like, I'm like, they cannot not show anything. Or this is a tease for like E3, which is bullshit. So they kind of lower your expectations when you're watching State of Play. And then out of nowhere, after a multi-year absence, Square Enix and PlayStation have re-revealed the long-anticipated Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's been a long time since we saw that remake. And particularly since development moved internally to Square Enix. And while the tweet, the teaser proved to be brief, Square Enix promises more to come about the remake in June. Which would line up nicely with the company's plan for an E3 showcase this year. Final Fantasy VII Remake was shown on the state of play. Looking up news, earlier you heard me kind of go, well, it it's not going to be in the show. But earlier I was looking at something, I'm like, God damn it. And Bethel says, what? And I'm like, kind of upset. It's like, you're kind of upset? Um, so when they first announced Final Fantasy VII, they said, hey, to get out Final Fantasy VII Remake in time, like almost four years ago, we're going to make it episodic so that, you know, we can have teams work on it and it can come out faster. So I was hoping, since it's been so long, let's just put out the whole game. I don't want episodic. And it looks like it is still going to be an episodic game, which I don't know how I feel about it, but what can I do? But anyway, you bitches know what I feel about that game. What When you guys saw it, what did you think? It looked nice, but it's a fucking remake. This shit better fucking look nice. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 2 looked fucking great. Yeah. It better look better than this. This isn't really like, was it, it was in gameplay footage, right? The, the, what they showed? Is it? Yeah. It fucking better look nicer than that then. Whoa. I ain't playing that shit if it doesn't look better than that. You're like, I don't you don't actually games. play it, but though it's turn-based, so you really uh, just, just walk push around. Well, it, it looks like they're going to kind of take a, a more action RPG-ish gameplay to it. That sounds fucking fantastic until you bring up the whole episodic, and I'm like, oh, cool. So you just, yeah. I'll, I, if if I had an inkling to play it, I'll just uh-huh. wait until the season's over, and then I can fucking buy the whole thing. Like everything? Yeah. I'll wait until that shit comes out. You know, play it. That's the thing. Now it's more it's like, like it's, this is this is like I'll wait for it on HBO. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for it. I'll wait for it on HBO. Let me like, like. Here's the thing. I, I want to know a roadmap. Like, is this coming out every couple of months? Like every three months? Every four months? Or is this like you get a new episode every year? Because then how many episodes are there going to be? Are there going to be two? Are there going to be three? Are there going to be four, five, or six? Or seven. Final Fantasy seven. So I don't I'm it looked nice, man. Being being a fan of Final Fantasy Seven, enjoying it, it was like one of the ones that got me into role playing games. Seeing it, I was like, Wow, this this looks good. You know, everyone's always been asking for a remake of seven. 
and going through playing through the Switch one that they ported the PS1 version over, um, still having a good time, but uh, man, that script is rough. That English translation is rough. So, uh, you know, having this updated script uh, and it looking nice, I don't know, it, it kind of like... I won't lie, man. It was kind of exciting to see it. It was like, oh, shit, it's Final Fantasy VII. You know, it was, it was an important game, especially for me when around that time where I wasn't into RPGs. It was something where you heard, like, oh, Final Fantasy VII. You know, like, this is a shit. So there's a lot of expectations for this. And so either a lot of people are going to enjoy it or a lot of people are going to hate it. I'm just like, hey, we'll see what happens. But it looks nice. I agree with Bethel. It looks nice. But um, for this being Sony's second state of play, how do you feel they did? I wasn't as good as the first one, uh-huh. I feel. Uh, but I think they're just getting ready for next month uh-huh. to fucking show us their big old dick. If not, then they show us their little dick. Um, I didn't even know what was happening until like <laughs> after. I was like, holy fuck, I didn't like, yeah, I don't know. And I, which is awkward, it was kind of weird because I've been on like game sites and stuff like that. I've been like, yeah. and I just, I didn't fucking know until after. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, I would be like, like Bethel, where the first one was like, okay, it's a good start. This one was like, oh, oh all right. Well, well. It's interesting. Interesting choices, but hey, you know, I'm sure they will have more stuff. There's more like a, taste you know like, like just a taste of what they've got coming out so yeah see what happens next uh, you know I, I like their first one this one was good too i think what really made it stand out for a lot of people was final fantasy 7 and that's i mean it's easy you know it's like you want everyone to be like oh this is the most amazing thing ever you throw in final fantasy 7 at the end of it you know because you haven't heard from it you haven't heard about it for a long time so it's crazy that it's still a part of PS4, you know? Like, it wasn't going to be something they'd save for, like, the PlayStation 5 or something, but they'll make a PS5 version, which runs better or whatever. But, um, yeah, no, it, it, it was cool. Um, I mean, what I wanted to ask you guys, too, was what was your favorite game that was shown? I mean, mine, hands down, was fucking Medieval. Uh-huh. Actually, it was Final Fantasy. So. <laughs> yeah, but we, we, we didn't believe you. Did. <laughs> you know, you're like, that's why I didn't laugh. Uh, what about you, Beth? What was your favorite game uh, that they showed? Away? Yeah. It looks, it looks interesting. Joe? I really... I really didn't have a favorite. Do we have... have you know, that's what they, I was just like... Yeah. Eh? You're just like, cool. All right, here's some stuff. <laughs> Things happen. Like, yeah. appetizers, where you look at them, like, you go to Russia and you could look at the appetizer list, and you're like... I really don't feel like any of these, but if I had to pick one, I'll just, uh, yeah. I'll get the, uh, the, the nachos. Dimin- the spinach oh, okay. dip. I'll get the, yeah, uh, get the, the mozzarella sticks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, for their second state of play, I thought they did a great job. Yeah. Not, not, you know, out of the park, but so far I don't think they've hit, uh, they haven't had the hands down, this was amazing. I think they're warming up to it, and I think E3 might be the one. We'll have to just wait and see. But yeah. Uh, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with...
Beto Esparza. And Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Doctor said I need a pakiyata me. Funky butt loving. <laughs> Did he just say funky butt loving? <laughs> <laughs>